I'm Susan Grace, and this is Be the Evidence. We are at the full moon in Libra. Um, the energy out here is getting really um, volatile and intense. And, you know, we've been talking about this. We, we've been talking about getting to this spot since um, late December of 2022. So it's not surprising, but it is upon us and it is a lot. And I just want to say before we get into the nuts and bolts of this full moon that you, you really need to be taking good care of yourself right now. Okay. Um, you're susceptible to your nervous system getting blown out. Uh, the lower octave of being in this energy would be uh, being defensive, reactive, um, trying to escape, but your escape methods are failing, uh, blaming anyone and anything around you instead of facing yourself. I mean, it's like, it's a lot. And so instead of tripping over yourself and falling into that lower octave and getting into like resentment and you know, judging other people, judging yourself, getting fatalistic and starting dumpster fires yourself because at least you're making something happen, like things like that. You need to, you need to please, uh, for your own sake and for the sake of people around you, back up and through this full moon, find your centeredness. Okay. So let's talk about why. Um, sun and Chiron and Jupiter in Aries opposing the full moon in Libra. Aries season usually, right, is about bravery and courage and starting new things and empowerment. Absolutely true. And Jupiter helps with that, sure, except Chiron is involved. Okay? And Chiron in Aries is making it apparent where you've been enduring and pushing through and taking lots of hits and you're having to suck it up and just make it through and uh drudgery it's hard and you're not meant to stay there but you're very aware of it okay and the the balance of libra is going to get you through but you you've got to go to other places in the chart to 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 mitigate that. You can't just go, well, I'm just going to be totally calm and then it's, it's going to fix everything. That's not how this is going to work. Um, you're going to have to go to where we have activity in the first decan. So it's the Grand Trine water and uh, the fixed T-square. So fixed T-square is the um, North Node in Taurus. Um, North Node and Mercury in Taurus opposing South Node in Scorpio. And those are square Pluto and Aquarius. Here's what, here's what that is saying, okay? Pluto and Aquarius is saying, we can't go on like this. Whatever frequency that you're at that doesn't match you anymore, it's too low vibe. It's too much of the old. It's, it's, it's getting caught up in old stories that don't matter anymore. They're not viable. They're not going into the future. You can't go on like this. South Node in Scorpio says there's shadow in the way, the ways that you self-abandon, how you um, how you are afraid to want things, how 
you just settle for surviving rather than thriving, okay? North node and Mercury in Taurus is life is wonderful and abundant and you need to get into it. Want more for yourself, reach higher. Let go of the things that don't, don't have value to you anymore and make room for the things that do. When I'm in a T-square, whether it's the transiting energy like, we, like we're in now, or if I'm reading it in someone's chart, I always ask, why would you do that? <clears throat> why would you face what needs to be faced in shadow that's in the way without falling into it? Okay, so no ruminating, no resentment, no digging up dead bodies, no clinging on to old stories and going, and then this one time this happened, and then it happened again, and then it happened again. Like, no, wah. Back up from ruminating, just facing, you know, things like I have a deal with self-abandonment. You go, okay, let's address that, right? Bring it into the sunlight. Sunlight is a powerful disinfectant. Get honest with yourself. I've been lying to myself about what I actually want for my life. Great. Let's get honest. You know, things like that. Just face it without falling into it. And then why would you be contemplating how there's got to be more to life than just getting through the shadow? There's got to be. You get to enjoy being here too. You get to be a wonderful receiver with deep gratitude for the abundance of the infinite that you live within. Right? Because you can't go on like this. Why, why would you do that? Because that's not easy. I mean, I mean it, it really is very challenging. The human brain will keep choosing what it already knows, even if it's hurting you over going into the unknown because you have no idea what's in the unknown. That's what the human brain defaults to. So you really have to concentrate and go, I'm going to change it. I'm going to change the pattern. I'm going to change uh, the behavior. I'm going to change my response. I'm going to choose differently. I'm going to go in a new way. I'm going into the new frontier and I'll just figure it out as I go. Why would you do that? The answer is you take the apex of the T-square. That would be Pluto in Aquarius and you go to the opposite place in the chart. It's the release point. It's Leo. You would do all of that because your happiness matters, because your joy, your creativity, your play, your love, your inspiration, your heart, your excitement, it matters. We're not here to just roll around in trauma all the time. We have experiences that we work through and learn from to gain wisdom and insight about the fullness of life, for sure. We also get to have fun. God. Okay. <laughs> We get to create, we get to love, we get to open up, we get to play. That's why you would do it. And if the, whenever I have clients who have um, like South Node in Leo and North Node in Aquarius, for example, I have to talk with them about how, or the opposite, it holds true for South Node in Scorpio and North Node in Leo. It's, it's getting into balance between Aquarius and Leo. It's if you're going to deny it for yourself, you deny it for everyone. And we are at a point in time, says Pluto and Aquarius, where we are so far apart from each other, we're fractured. We're, we're crumbling. It's not sustainable. This won't hold. We're going to have to find ourselves so that we can find each other in that order. Finding ourselves. People are having a real hard time with step number one. Finding ourselves, finding ourselves outside of roles that we play, stories that we tell ourselves, stories that other people put on us, generational patterns, um, 
the the loops that we get stuck in from our lived experience that we can't let go of. Who are we outside of that? Who are we when we're free? Okay, what would it look like if? What would it look like if you were you were a hundred percent willing and able to be your true, authentic self, to shine bright and create, and let yourself be inspired towards what really speaks to your heart? What would that look like? And allowing for that possibility. I I I I have a hard time just wishing for shit. I have a hard time with that. And. I think it's a healthy amount of having a hard time with it because I'm moon in Pisces and I'm also Venus and North node at the galactic center in Sagittarius. I can build me a story. Wow. <laughs> I could fall in love with my glass of water easily. Me and this glass of water are getting married y'all. Okay. <laughs> I have to, I have to, I have to back up what I'm reaching for with like, groundedness and information and truly like how things work out and the way that I get there into let's get wild let's do something new let's see what can happen the way I get there is I I I rely on physics and you know quantum physics says that we live within infinity okay (laughs) we live within infinity that everything is possible in any given moment And any given moment is the only time that we're alive. That our concept, uh, our perception of linear time is a human condition. All of time happens at once. Infinity is always happening right now. And so it's aligning ourselves with what we want to experience and how we want to feel. Right? So if you get stuck in uh, what you tell yourself. So let me, for example, right? If you get stuck in, I always self-abandon. Okay. Then you're going to keep self-abandoning. That's the frequency that you're holding. If you go into, I'm coming back home to myself. Amazing. I love it. Um, It's aligning with what you want to experience and how you want to feel. And being really brave about that. Okay. If you're going to go into a new frequency, you have to go into, it is already true. Within infinity, it's already true. I am loved. I am secure. I am wanted. I am uh, empowered. I am successful. I have impact. I mean, whatever, whatever your thing is, right? As if it's already true and live that way. Rather than telling the story over and over and over of the old pattern, how it's always been, how it's always going to be, because that is also true in infinity. Okay, so the mechanics of getting into a different frequency, because your frequency right now cannot go on. And I've said this before, if you are completely well adjusted, you are living your best life, abundance is everywhere, you're deeply connected, you have purpose, you have impact, you're secure with yourself, you can still go to a higher frequency. And I know that because we are not in a higher frequency until everyone is. Okay, one way or another, Pluto and Aquarius until the year 2043, it's going to go back and forth into Capricorn through retrograde cycles. But once it gets all the way in, we're here until 2043. One way or another, we're going to heal our humanity. And in that process, we are going to learn, discover, know, and live the truth of how we are one. We are one. But we can't know that. 
We can't know that. We can't discover that. We can't feel that. We can't build that web until we find ourselves. Who are we? So no matter where you are in life, there's, there's shadow in the way. Even, even if it's the shadow of, I feel so far apart from people who seem to me to be very lost. And I don't like that space in between. That's a shadow. That's a shadow. To, to think that there's, there, that we'll never find oneness. Because some people just are not ever going to wake up. That's bullshit. Everyone's going everyone's to wake up in their own way and in their own time. Everyone's going to heal. Everyone's going to get into alignment. We're all going in the same direction. Okay? It's not like people who, who refuse to change, who are stuck in stories and don't want to budge. It's not like they're going to start falling off the planet. <laughs> okay? We're all, we're all going up, not down. Now, resistance can make that more difficult than it has to be, sure. But in the expanse of time, we're all going into, uh, we're all going back into clarity, knowingness, oneness, the oneness of it all. Okay. But if you, if you want to get yourself there faster now, okay, instead of being in resistance and in resentment and in ruminating and in shadow, ugh right? <clears throat> Got to get the shadow out of the way. That brings us to the Grand Trine water. South Node and Scorpio is trining into Saturn and Pisces and Mars in Cancer. This masculine energy is bonkers right now. I mean, Chiron with Sun and Jupiter, right? And then Mars itself, the ruler of Aries and Cancer. It's just, oh God, it's real sluggish. And, uh, well, I feel like, uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say it. It's pouty. Okay. It is. And I'm not trying to be critical or anything. I mean, I'm speaking for myself too. I, I natally have Mars and Aries and I feel pretty pouty. <laughs> I'm like, this is hard. <laughs> and then like, uh, I was talking in the live call last night with the be the evidence live members about how <laughs> the volatility out here is so high. Like, you know, I'm trying to not to not think that people are mad at me. <laughs> I'm trying to stay quiet, find my centeredness. Come on, it's you're okay. Like things like that, and then I get like out of nowhere, I'm getting emails. I mean, I think I've had three this week of people being like really like like barking at me <laughs> for like, I swear to God for no reason. And I'm like, and I could, I could be like, what the fuck, why are you talking to me like that? I could, but instead I'm, I'm like, okay, um, here are a couple of facts. <laughs> and then, you know, all three end up going, Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no problem. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> so anyway, I'm, I'm bringing it up because if you're feeling a certain way, if you're feeling pouty or defensive or uh, maybe resentful, defensive, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it's where we are. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> anyway, Grand Train Water, South Node Scorpio, Saturn in Pisces, Mars in Cancer. Saturn, the Saturn in Pisces part, that's the one that's making um, your go-to's your defaults for how you escape feeling, that's what's grinding them to a halt. They're just not working, okay? Um, and then 
that means you've got to face face your shadow, the shadow issues that you've been carrying, South Node and Scorpio. And Mars, if you use it right, okay, Mars should be brave vulnerability. Your refusal to shut down your vulnerability because we can't create new worlds from underneath the bed, okay? As human beings, to be open, you are exposed. And so it takes a lot of bravery to, to, to stay there, to stay open and willing to connect, to, to reach for possibility, to uh, be soft, right? But you have to have boundaries to be soft. You can't just have it be a fucking free-for-all and let people, you know, punch you in the emotional face, right? So it's working through your water, working through your sensitivities, working through patterns that you you might be using patterns as a security blanket, okay? That thing about, you know, doing what you've always done because better the devil you know, like that kind of shit, right? And if you go into the unknown, ooh, you could get hurt. Well, yeah, you could. You could. You could also discover new things and connect in new ways and grow and evolve, right? And I don't know about you, but me, you can tell from my writings, I don't want to stay in the old. No, thank you. If for no other reason, it's boring as shit. Okay, I'm I am so sick of the slightest hint of the stories of things that have happened. I have done so much healing work and I feel so much better in the present moment that when those things sneak up, like when an old pattern sneaks up, right? Or I have a like an old fear of like abandonment or some sh- some shit, I don't know. <clears throat> um when I when I feel like, "Oh no, you know, things work out for everyone except me." <laughs> You know, we all do it. It's fine. When those come up, I'm like, oh, God, this thing again. Jesus, this is so dumb. (laughs) That's my attitude. Now, I'm not saying that everyone should have that attitude. I'm certainly not. I don't I'm not in any kind of judgment to how people are struggling to get outside of their own patterns. I'm just talking about in my human lived experience, my uh, Venus and North Node at the Galactic Center in Sagittarius. I am terrible with can'ts and have tos. Okay. I can't do something. You're going to see me do all of it. Right. If I have to do something, I'm going to be doing not that. (laughs) I'm also Jupiter and Aquarius. I'm like, could we push fast forward into the future, please? Oh my God. Doing the same thing all the time. I could claw my eyes out. Oh no. And so I don't know, maybe you can entertain maybe feeling like that too. Do you really want to stay where you've always been? Ugh. Do you really want to be holding on to a story that absolutely is not viable? I know you don't. I know you don't. You might be scared. You might have some fear of the unknown. You might have some issues around trusting yourself. You might not know where your boundaries are. You might not know if something were to turn south that you could get out of it. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Those are things to be faced. But Venus and Uranus are in. Taurus with the North Node. Venus Venus rules Taurus. Venus wants to create something new. Venus wants to know how abundant can we get this sucker to go. We're going to go through a Mercury retrograde. Okay, Mercury retrograde from, uh, let's see, April 21st 
the day after the first eclipse until May 14th in Taurus, 15 degrees down to five degrees. Um, it goes into shadow. Let's see, today is the sixth. It goes into shadow tomorrow. So we're getting into Mercury retrograde territory. That's going to, that is going to have you during an eclipse cycle. Okay. It's going to have you evaluate where your standards have been too low, but that's not for you to, to get to a point where you're bagging on yourself. It's to go, all right, it's true. My standards have been too low. I've been just trying to survive and there's more to life than just surviving. We get to thrive as well. No matter the amount of resources you have, you get to have the sense of thriving, okay? Through connection, through finding a new way to do things, through solving problems that make resources more available, okay? That Mercury retrograde in, in an eclipse cycle is the precursor to Jupiter going into Taurus, May 16th. And Jupiter, Jupiter's going to go through a retrograde cycle in Taurus too. Okay, so it's, it's, it's a lot of energy around um, what we value, what we find important, where the standards have been too low, and what we need to do about it. All right. I do want to comment on the collective while we're here. Okay? There's not a whole lot you can do about the fact that you're going to see volatility, upheaval, conflict, reactivity. You'll see people starting dumpster fires and just throwing Molotov cocktails into the situation just to see something happen and to get, um, it's a misguided attempt to have some sense of control. Okay. There, more of that is coming. And so we, what we do is we keep working on ourselves. Okay. And we keep strengthening the web of the ties that bind us together. We don't go further apart. We don't judge and blame everyone outside of us and not take responsibility for our own energy. Okay. We just keep, keep evolving into the future. I'm telling you, I'm telling you these eclipses that are coming in two weeks are going to be Mars driven. So they're April 20th is uh, the new moon solar at 29 degrees Aries. And then full moon lunar is May 5th at 14 degrees Scorpio. Um, the modern ruler of Scorpio is Pluto, but the traditional or ancient ruler of Scorpio is Mars. So it's Mars, Mars. And we're in a lot of like weird Mars energy leading up to that. Right. And so we're just going to, we're, we're just going to fuck get to the other side of it is what we're going to do. Okay. <laughs> and then, and then you need to, you need to know that we're going to have a big wave of Venus energy coming in next. There will be, it will have its own challenges, but it won't be so much Mars. It will be Venus. And so, you know, I've been, I've been saying since, uh, since Jupiter went into Aries last part of 2022, it's going to look like we're kind of fucked because the volatility and the conflict and the, and the spark, um, you know, and then whenever we're in Mercury retrograde, Mercury retrogrades around Uranus. So that's probably something we didn't see coming that looks confusing. We're like, what in the fuck is this? Something, something weird. 
that's what makes this full moon so impactful. We go into the unknown. We go through a pocket of volatility through centeredness, through a healthy amount of non-attachment, of being the observer, of knowing your own groundedness in your homeostasis and coming from a place of balance and harmony and flow. Now in Libra, justice lives here too. So where balance has gotten so out of whack that injustice is happening, that will be corrected through Aries. Okay, but that that is using Aries or the Mars energy to stand in the name of things that are important and Mars and Cancer protecting vulnerability. That is active and live. Okay. But you can't you can't add gasoline to volatility. We find ourselves, we find each other, we take responsibility for our own energy and play the long game. Play the long game. We're going into the future. We are evolving at very high speeds. Okay? If you if you listen to energy workers outside of astrology, they are really emphasizing how important it is for you to take care of your nervous system, your self-care, of staying on top of um, shadows that are coming up, because it's not normal for us to be growing this fast. Okay, so we find ourselves, we find each other, take responsibility for your own energy, stay on top of your shit, check on other people if you're doing fine, and really understand that the ties that bind us together are supremely important. And ultimately, that's what we're going to do. We're going to heal the ties that bind. We are. But we got to recognize where we are right now in order to get there. Thank you for joining me this week. If you'd like ongoing support outside of these podcasts, you're invited to register as a member at BeTheEvidence.Live and receive your invitation to join all of our community in the new app, which we are very excited about. You can also schedule one-on-one time with me at SusanGrace.org. We'll talk again soon.